Welcome to the Dimensions of Greatness podcast. I'm your host, Felicia Atlas, and I am here today to bless you with a gift. It's actually going to be your gift. I'm just going to stir it up. I'm going to give you your own gift to you in a fiery way, in a stirred up way, in a momentous way. We're going to get down to business. We're going to mind our own business today. We're going to mind the business of our purpose and execute beautiful exploits for our business, for our ministry, for the kingdom of God, for our families and communities, you're going to want to listen to this episode in its entirety. It's full of fire. It's full of purpose. It's full of revelation. I mean, we are loaded today with words of encouragement, words of inspiration, words of infusion to infuse your potential. Oh my God, buckle your seatbelt. This is part two of your beautiful purpose and it's very engaging. It's going to be a stirring up effect, a stirring up anointing. Oh my God, you're going to even hear some personal stories from me that helped to activate my purpose. I mean, this is going to be outstanding. Romans 8, 28 declares, we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. So without further ado, that business has to be activated. That ministry has to be activated. That relationship must be activated today. Your location, your territory, your promised land has to be activated. Your situation has to be activated that the purpose can be loosed and anointed for such a time as this. And today that purpose will be activated in the name of Jesus. We're going to enter into a dimension of greatness. So welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you for listening. I want to welcome my my existing listeners. I want to welcome the new listeners. We got some places that I am just thrilled to share with you. We got Nigeria. They're still holding down the number one seat. I mean, thank you so much. You guys are so supportive in Nigeria. Lagos is in first place. We have multiple regions in Nigeria, but Lagos is still, in fact, at the number one spot in Nigeria. I got some new listeners from Augusta, Georgia. Thank you so much for listening. I love Augusta, Georgia. I love Georgia. It's a beautiful place. Thank you for listening. Woodbridge, Virginia, Philadelphia, McGehee, Arkansas, Alps, France, Bangladesh, South Holland, Netherlands. And I saved Namibia, Africa for last because I did some research. Thank you so much for listening in Namibia, Africa. I was just blown away. I had never heard of it. Did a lot of research on it and found out that the people there are just beautiful. But most importantly, there's such a need there for ministry, such a need there for business. So look into Namibia. Africa and do research and pray about it. Ask the Lord if he's opening up purpose for you over in Africa. There's just the opportunities are limitless there. So we want to thank you for listening. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. If you have any questions, if you want to share what you feel about the podcast, how you enjoyed it, got any questions for me or anything concerning business, you can always email me at Felicia at FeliciaAtlas.com or you can visit the FeliciaAtlas.com website and submit a question on the contact us form. So let's just be sure to share this episode share it right now hit the forward button hit the share button hit the reply hit the respond hit the hit the click the button send it send it send it share 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 because somebody you know it could be your dog it could be your cat it could be your neighbor it could be your mother father brother we all know someone that needs that purpose anointing to stir up the gifts inside of them i just pray and i plead the blood of jesus for people that don't know their purpose it really really moves me to see people you know 25 years old and 75 years old and 55 years old and 45 and even five years old that 
gift and that purpose can be activated at any age. I promise you this episode is going to be so touching. It's going to be so enlightening. It's going to be so encouraging for you, no matter where you are, what you do, how many degrees, where you are in ministry, where you are in your marriage, where you are in your family. It does not matter. Today, that gift is going to be stirred up in the name of Jesus. So let's just get right on into it. Thank you guys for listening once again. I know it's been a while. I've missed everyone. I've been busy stirring up my own gifts and pursuing the purposes that God has for me. And I have been, I don't want to use the word busy. I've been purposeful. I've been extremely purposeful. So that's why I have not neglected the Dimensions of Greatness podcast, but in fact, I've been expanding it. So you guys are going to look forward to seeing us here. As a matter of fact, starting with this episode, we're going to be on YouTube. We're going to be on a lot of different platforms, but you can always look at my social media um, profile to see what we're doing, to see what's been added, to see what we're engaging for the people of God. We're going to have some serious engagement. That is actually going to be the word of the month engagement, engaging the Lord, engaging your businesses, having interactive activities. This is activation April. And we're going to activate some things because faith without works is dead. And this is a season where we're going to enter into a time of works, works, works. I mean, we have faith, but it's not going to move any mountain. It's not even going to move your pinky toe without some work. So let's get into the word of the Lord today. Before I go any further, I just want to touch on Russia and I want to touch on Ukraine and what's happening there. We've been praying and the people of God are praying and we're travailing and we're believing God. I just want to share a powerful revelation that the Lord gave to me. As a matter of fact, around the time of the last podcast, when the, when the war first broke out and God is showing me that the enemy is in a copycat mode because he had received information or intel, um, which is what they call it in the military. He received intel. This is the enemy. He received intel about what the Lord was doing, how the Lord was mounting up troops, how the Lord was preparing the people of God for a damaging and a destructive movement that was going to tear up the kingdom of hell and the remainder of the year. It's, I actually see like a perpetual effect of just walls falling down like Jericho, so to speak. And so So God was mounting up his people and he is in fact doing that. And he's releasing an anointing to battle with such a victory, with such a courage, with such an establishing um, sword that God is going to cause people to possess land and territory, but it's going to come through war and it's going to come through warfare and it's going to come through anointing of victory. And so the enemy tries to do what the Lord does. So he stirred up a war. He stirred up a rumor of wars. He stirred up a copycat effect, but it manifested in the realm of the earth to counteract and distract the people of God from what God is doing. God says, hold on to the word of the Lord over your life and begin to pursue with the mindset of war and with the mindset of victory, because the battle is not ours, but it is the Lord's. So I just wanted to share that because God says that it's not by might, it's not by power, but by his spirit. And I want to touch on that very quickly before we get into the purpose for today, before we get into the word of the Lord today, I'm so excited. (laughs) I just want to share that scripture, Zechariah four and six. Then he answered and spake unto me saying, this is the word of the Lord unto Zerubbabel saying, it's not by might nor by power, but by my spirit saith the Lord of hosts. Now, the point I want to point out on this that just gets me so stirred up and fired up and excited is that the Bible says it's by the Lord of hosts. 
And we always say it's not by might nor by power, but by my spirit. But who said it? Who said it? Saith the Lord of hosts. So that's the power. The power and the might and the spirit combined make up the host. It's a revelation. He's saying I'm establishing victory through this might, through this power, but but through this spirit. But God says the secret is, the revelation is the host. How many know that the host means army? It means the whole creation. And why does it mean the whole creation? I want to show you why it means the whole creation. This is going to change your understanding. This is going to change you today. It's going to set some people free today. The Bible says that host in this passage means the whole creation. Why does it say the whole creation? In the book of Genesis chapter one, when God made the heaven and the earth, the Bible says he created the heaven, the earth, and all the hosts therein. Nobody ever focuses on when God made the heaven and the earth, there was a whole host. What is that host? When he created heaven, he created an army. When he created earth, he created an army. And so what the devil has been doing all this time is to try to interact and intercept the glories and the victory of that host. So Zechariah is saying through the Zerubbabel anointing, which Zerubbabel means governing. There's a governing anointing that hosts the power, the might, and the spirit of God that represents the host. That's how the victory has been won. So I just wanted to share that the enemy is trying to counteract what God is doing in our lives and he's trying to cause a distraction throughout the realm of the earth. But God said the victory will be won and the victory will be ours. And he's even going to recompense the place of Ukraine and the people of Ukraine. And he's even going to send an anointing of reciprocity to pay back and to reinstate those people that have lost. And God has a way of doing things. So we shouldn't worry. We shouldn't fret. The song of the week is my help by Brooklyn Tabernacle Choir. This has been in my spirit for quite some time now. We're arriving somewhere this year. And I felt this so strong to fulfill the purposes of God. We're going to need Psalms 121 that says my help comes from the Lord. This song is very beautiful. It releases an Establishing anointing, meaning you're going to be moved. You're going to be able to move in the spirit, but also stand firmly rooted, planted and grounded in the purposes of God. You're going to have safety. You're going to have the Lord be your shade. Like the scripture says, he's going to be your shade. He's going to be your safety. He's going to be your confidence and he's going to be your spiritual blessing in heavenly places. David is a bad boy. He speaks so, so real when it concerns the help of God. I mean, this is a powerful, powerful passage. And I urge you to study Psalms 121 today, this week, make sure that you enter your month of April with the help of the Lord as you endeavor to do great and mighty things that we know not of. Ooh, I'm doing good on time today. So we're going to get some revelation in. I'm so excited, you guys. We got pages and pages and just revelation upon revelation today. I'm going to try to share it in a very beautiful way. I'm going to try to compact it where it would be understood and, and be very thorough so that you can understand the hope of his calling and the riches of his glory and his inheritance in the saints. Let's briefly recap about the last episode was called Your Beautiful Purpose. And I talked about a number of things. I thought that was actually my favorite episode. And I told everybody, this is my favorite one of all time, Your Beautiful Purpose, because your purpose is beautiful. But I got a feeling that this is this one today will be my favorite one. So 2 Corinthians 3.17, we talked about how it discusses that the Lord is that's 
spirit and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. That means that where the spirit of God is, his Ruach breath, the breath that causes the dry bones to stand up. You got to listen to this very closely because you got to catch what God is doing in the spirit today. So the breath of God is the spirit of God. That's the Ruach breath. That's the same breath from when he breathed on Adam and Eve. That's the same breath from when he told the dry bones to stand up upon their feet and exceeding great army. Remember I said the host. So this is all ties in together about what the Lord is doing with his breath. He's causing us to operate in an anointing of his spirit and an anointing of purpose. The Bible says we all behold, we hold, we hold, we beheld the glory of the Lord is in a glass and then we're changed into his image from glory to glory, even as by the spirit of the Lord. So that's something also very important that we need to study in this month, in this time. The month of April is the month Nisan in the Bible. And there's so many specific and um, instrumental and strategic things that took place in the word of God in the month of April, which is actually their month Nisan. Very, very, very important that we unlock the truths and the revelation behind that. I don't have time to get into it today, but I'm going to come back and share throughout the month of April bits and pieces. Didn't even get to discuss the four keys to unlock a beautiful purpose, but I'm going to share them today because we got some activation activities and the rhema word of the Lord today. It's going to be absolutely amazing. So God is going to stir you. I talked about the island vacation I went to on my birthday and how I recognized what a beautiful purpose really is. I talked about all the ruins. When you approach the island, it's so beautiful. But when you get into the inner court, when you get into the innermost part of the city, of the, of the territory, you see that it's been hurt. It's been bruised by Hurricane Maria they had in 2017. And I had the privilege of speaking with multiple business owners. And they told me what happened before, what it was like after, and how they're still recovering from the uh, Katrina, I'm sorry, from Hurricane Maria that was in 2007. I'm sorry, I'm still thinking about Katrina. So the enemy, what he does is he attacks your beauty. He attacks your purpose. He causes people to say, that's not too fair to look upon. And he doesn't want the beauty of the Lord to shine forth. But the Bible says that he will beautify the meek with salvation, Psalms 149, and he will take pleasure in his people. So today, as we unclothe, I'm going to put together a purpose for you. And I'm going to hand deliver it to you. And I'm going to cause you to ponder on it. And I'm going to cause you to see the beauty of it. Oh my God. I even discussed Spider-Man having his suit taken from uh, Iron Man and that whole thing. And just how God has so many blessings waiting for us when we have the character to walk in a particular purpose. You got to go back and listen to Beautiful Purpose because this is really a continuation just with more power, just with more revelation, just with more astonishing factors and glories to really trigger something within you. Purpose is the very first authority that God gives us. The very first level of authority that you are responsible for. It's not to cast out a devil. It's not to proclaim and declare. It's to understand your purpose. Jeremiah was very young when he told him that before I formed thee in the belly, I knew. So he's saying that before you're even born, God, his intention first and foremost is your calling and your purpose and for him to know it and for you to know it God knows it but it's our job to know it and then we decree and then we declare and then we battle and then we cast out 
uh, serpents and scorpions and over all the unclean things and the things that hinder us and our enemies. That's how that happens. There's no need to cast out a demon if you don't know your purpose. I mean, for what? There's no need to trample on serpents and scorpions if you don't know what land you're addressed to possess. There's no need to bruise the head of Satan under your feet if you have no purpose for your feet or your feet are not possessing any land or territories. So it's God's intention that your purpose be beautiful, that it be visible, that it be strong, that it be mighty, and that it represents the glory of the Lord. The Bible says, let people see your good works and glorify your father who is in heaven. So we got some beautiful things today. We got some purpose, momentum. We're going to mind your business. We're going to mind your business today. You're going to mind your business today. If you never did it before, you're going to do it today. So I want everybody to mind their business. That's something God has been speaking to me in my spirit. I don't want to touch too much on that because I actually had to brand uh, something concerning that. And I'm excited about what God is going to do with the mind your business um, thing. So that's going to be cool. <laughs> See, when you follow purpose, you can laugh like that. You hear that laugh? That laugh is funny, ain't it? So when you follow your purpose, you're going to be laughing too. <laughs> You're going to laugh. You're going to have the joy of the Lord. And I, I I proclaim to have that. I profess that I have the joy of the Lord. And that's that comes from resting in him and, and trusting in him. Very important. We're not talking about trust and rest today. Today, we're talking about purpose. We're going to mind that business. It is your business to mind your father's business. Luke 2, 48. When they saw him, they were amazed. And his mother said to him, son, why hast thou dealt like this with us? Why you handle us like that? Why you do that? Why you leave, Jesus? <laughs> So I was reading the word and I was saying, dang, Jesus, no, he bad. He know he wrong for leaving his parents. He's 12 years old. I wish he would. I wish my son would do that. I wish my daughter would do that. And the Holy Ghost is so beautiful. He's, he has such a beautiful purpose. The Holy Ghost, he'll, he'll reveal it something to you real, real beautifully. The Holy Ghost said, this passage is not about his age. This passage is not too much about what he did. The passage is about people that think you're supposed to be somewhere else when you're not. You know where you're supposed to be. And so God says, I want you to share with my people that the Bible says, behold, thy father and I, look, your father and mother are looking. Both of y'all are wrong. The mother's wrong. The father is wrong. Both of y'all are wrong about where I'm supposed to be. They sought him sorrowing. They looking for Jesus, boo-hoo, crying. And Jesus is doing nothing but pursuing the purposes of God. So someone needs to first get delivered today about pleasing people and please the Father and mind the business of the kingdom. It's very important. Let the dead bury the dead. Let the people that are not in tune with what God is doing with you, let them hold their peace in the name of Jesus. And so he said to them, how is it that ye sought? Now look, Jesus asking his grown up parents, how is it that you're looking for me? Tell me, explain, explain to me why you're looking, why are you looking for me? I'm where I'm supposed to be. He said, don't you know that I must be about my father's business? And they understood not the set. They didn't even get it. They didn't even get it. And another thing the Holy Ghost said is they're not going to understand, but it doesn't matter. Just pursue your business, mind your business and mind the father's business. My mother always says, take care of your business or your business will take care of you. One thing you don't want to do is answer to the Lord about where you are or why you weren't where you should have been like Jonah. Imagine Jonah in the belly of the fish explaining why he's in the belly of the fish. Who wants to look? I don't want to have to get to that point. I want to do what God says now. And I want people to, you know, I'll deal with the people at another time. But right now I have to get what God has for me. I don't want to end up in that three day process, which, which a three day process is actually a time of 
repentance. It's actually a time to turn, you know, to turn. The number three means to establish. So that three-day period that Jonah stood in there was to reestablish the purpose of God on this life. You are a prophet, Jonah. You were given an instruction, Jonah. You were sent, Jonah, to Nineveh to declare the word of the Lord, but you went the other way. No, 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 no. We're going to be about the Father's business. We're going to stay in alignment. We're going to be led of the Spirit, and we're going to do what thus saith the, the Lord. So today I'm releasing a blessing for the second quarter of the year. Now this is going to transition into a business anointing really quickly because God also wants to bless the people wanting to start businesses, the people who are in business. That could be writers, that could be influencers, that could be social media people, that could be you're thinking of a restaurant, you're thinking of a, 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 a boys and girls club, something for the youth. It could be any type of something where you are the overseer. It could be ministry, anything where you are responsible for executing that vision and understanding that vision. Today, you're going to activate a particular and powerful and purposeful anointing in the purposes of God for your life. So let's just get right on into it. This is the second quarter of the year. So the first quarter of the year, you should have gained an understanding or a momentum so far if you've been in tune with what God is doing in your life. If you haven't, that's perfectly fine because God can always catch you up. The Bible says he redeems the time because the days are evil. How can a day be evil? He's not talking about what happens in your life to make it evil. He's talking about the day, meaning the time in the day can be made evil against the purpose. The timing is meant for purpose. God created purpose before he created time. God, when he began to build stuff and make stuff and he saw that it was good, there was a purpose for all those things. So God is not purposeless. He's purposeful. So the time, the day can be evil, redeeming the time because the day is evil. That means you wasted time. That's why the day is evil. The days aren't evil if you're in purpose. The days are evil if you're not in purpose. So I need you to understand that this is very key. So Psalms 90:16 says, let thy work appear unto thy servants and thy glory unto their children and let the beauty of the Lord of our God be upon us. Watch this. Let the beauty of the Lord, our God be upon us and establish thou the work of our hands upon us. Yay. He says, yes, the work of our hands establish thou it. So the purpose isn't powerful until it's established. That's why you have 78 million thousand trillion people that have all started a business, but you have no fruit. You can't see any manifestation. You'd be like, where is the business? Where is the, where's the money? What, what kind of business do you have? You don't understand because they have an establishment. It's not that God hasn't called it. It's not that God hasn't ordained it. It's not that God didn't say you'll be a millionaire. God did in fact in, say all those things, but you haven't established the purpose. So today, not only am I really releasing a purpose activation anointing, but an establishing anointing. Like I talked about on the last episode, there's an anointing to establish three. Whenever you see the number three, there's an establishing anointing, father, son, Holy ghost, establishing the Trinity and the power to give you a new life, to give you an abundant life. When you see three, um, you know, the third son, Levi, from Jacob. He was the priesthood. That's how you got Moses. That's how you got Aaron. That's how you got the promised land anointing to bring you into a promise comes from Moses. Who's a Levite. The tribe of Levi is the third son. Anytime you see three, God is establishing a powerful purpose. Revelation alert. Ah! <laughs> that was a revelation. I love when I do that. Okay. So 
Oh, so this is going to be very good. So this is going to be very good. So let's transition. We're going to talk about this. We're going to talk about that. What about there's a difference between a gift and a talent? There's a difference between a gift and a talent. This is very powerful. So your gift covers a scope of services and opportunities for your business. My gift is very administrative, meaning anything concerning business governing, writing, messaging, any type of communication, any type of organization, I can do it across the board. And so I can do any type of business because I have that gift. I have the gift of communication and organization that is required for any type of business. So I can administer a a need or a calling through any business. That's my gift personally. But I want to show you how it works with your purpose, the difference between a gift and a talent. Now the talent is used naturally. You can take five children and give them all a basketball. They all will do something with that basketball. Some of them could bounce it. I mean, let's, let's say they're two years old. Some of them could bounce it. Some of them could tap it. Some of them could just look at it. They're all going to do something with the ball because they're human and because they're there and because they have a ball. But some of them, like when my daughter was two years old, she was a dribbling phenomenon. I mean, people were astonished by the way she could handle the basketball. She was two years old, bouncing the basketball through her legs. And I have pictures to prove it. This is a true story. So, but the other two-year-olds weren't doing that. That means it's a gift. A talent is everybody's going to college the same. We're all getting the same degree. We're all in the same class. But when I graduate, I'm going to take this get this um, degree and I'm going to not go get a job. I'm going to start a business with this degree because I learned what I needed to know. So that means I'm going to take it into another realm. So the talent is an up, the gift is an upgrade from the talent. The Bible says they had talents in the Bible. He gave one five, he gave one, two, he gave. And he gave one person one. Now, this story always baffles me because I just try to understand what was in the thought process of the person that buried the talent. And so I want you to understand that the talent refers to everything natural. It's referred to as money. It's referred to as income. It's referred to as investment. It's referred to as anything in the realm of the earth. The gift is a different dimension. It's another level. It's another opportunity. The Bible says a man's gift maketh room and bringeth him before great men. If you're in the presence of great men, you're operating in a dimension of greatness. So let's just first understand that. We would all agree that everyone in the NBA is talented. To get to the NBA, you have to be talented. They're paying you millions and millions of dollars. But there are some people that take it to another dimension. They have a gift. That's the Michael Jordans. Those are the LeBron James. But they all are talented. So God wants us to understand that the talent is going to give you an opportunity to be employed, to have a livelihood, to keep a roof over your head, to pay for the necessary things to cause you to thrive and exist on a day-to-day basis. The livelihood pertains to your talent. I can type, I can write, I can draw, I can, I'm good with numbers, accounting, I'm good with people, I'm good with, um, coaching. I'm good with this or that. I'm good with sales. Those are talents. They're naturally, naturally, naturally imputed into your body for execution in the realm of the earth. That's why the Bible says he gave him talents and he went away. The Bible says that he went away to let us understand I'm going to a different dimension, to a heavenly place. The Bible says he gave us the gifts and he went away. Jesus is saying, I gave you something in the earth, but I live in heaven. That's my domain. And if you ever seek me in a heavenly place, 
place, you'll operate in a gift. Let me give you an example. This is very powerful, something the Lord revealed to me, and I'm extremely excited about this episode. I cannot wait to share with you the gifts that God is going to give to you. He's going to stir up your gift as promised. Just wait and hold your seat. Hold on to that seat because I'm going to share something with you that's going to bring your gift into alignment, bring your talent to another dimension, and it's going to be able to distinguish you in a realm of greatness from your peers, from your co-workers, from the people you know that you've been experiencing and wanting to be like them and wanting to experience a dimension or a level of increase or a level of significance. You're going to attain that today. It's going to be very quick anointing if you take heed to the word of the Lord. But when I was in sixth grade, I got a B on my report card and I was very upset so much so that I went and spoke with the teacher about it. And when I went and spoke to the teacher about it, she said something like, you just have to, we know that you always get straight A's. We know that you always get good grades. I said, well, am I number one in the class? I'll never forget this. She said, no, you're number two right now in the class. Vanessa is number one. And I looked at Vanessa and I was like, I had no idea. I thought I was still number one. And, and so I got this fury within me. And I went home, the, she gave us an assignment that day. I went home and I shut the door. I was in sixth grade. The Lord brought this back to my remembrance and I shut the door. And when I shut the door, I picked up my pen. The assignment was where you, you take one circle, you take the other circle, you put them together, you put this person's opinion on the left, this person's opinion on the right. And in the middle, you talk about how they um, agree. And so I began to write and I uh, something happened to where there, Within the entire page, you couldn't put a period on that page when I was finished because I utilized every space. Something came upon me. I know now it was the anointing that God was revealing to me a gift at 11 years old. And when I finished it, it was amazing. It wasn't even me writing. Someone else was writing. And guess what? To top it all off, I never even read the book. I handed it into my teacher because she would stand at the door and take the assignment as you come in. And when I, she took the assignment and I looked behind my back and I looked at her face when she went to check everybody's homework, she was astonished when she looked at mine and she looked up at me, but she didn't know that I was watching her reaction. It was the anointing that destroyed the yoke and it opened up a gateway for me to do exceeding abundantly above. I had no idea, but the Lord brought it back to my remembrance. If you look at the things in your past, if you look at the things in your childhood, oh, Oh my God, we don't have enough time. You will definitely understand that God is doing something great and marvelous in your life by natural ability, but he'll put the anointing on it to cause you to exceed and break barriers and go exceeding abundantly above and beyond. That's what Ephesians chapter three is about, the extra mile. And you'll see your gift in the extra mile. Everyone's finishing the race in this time, but you're finishing the race in this time. Everyone is finishing the assignment. You take a test in school, you're finishing the assignment in 30 minutes and it's taking everyone else an hour. You have to look at the things that pertain to life and godliness to exceed yourself in day-to-day activities. So this is very important. I don't have enough time. Oh my gosh, you guys, this is so, so beautiful. So we're going to do a pitch competition. What is a pitch competition? It's when business owners get in front of millionaires and billionaires and say, this is why I need you to invest 10 million in this idea. This is why I need you to invest 1 million in this idea. And God is saying that people are preparing for the pitch, but they haven't pitched to me. They haven't told me why I need to give them a million dollar anointing, why I need to take this business into a billion dollar environment, why I need to open up the doors for you. 
God said, I want you to pitch me in 60 seconds. So this week we're going to do something fun and something brilliant. We're going to do three different activities. I'm going to explain to you today. These activities are going to change your life forever. It's going to usher you into a new season and it's going to have an activation anointing for the month of April, like never before. So we're going to pitch. What is the pitch? 60 seconds to pitch your way to a million dollars. It's going to stir your faith and increase your wisdom. Proverbs 20 says, wisdom crieth out and, and she uttereth her voice in the streets. She crieth in the chief place of concords and the openings of the gates in the city. She uttereth her words saying. So I want to, I say that to say that if you have wisdom pertaining to who you are, to what your gift is, to what your talents are, you can make a request. You can cry out and the Lord honors wisdom. The Bible says, ask God and he'll give it to you liberally and upbraideth not. So from a projection and from a perspective of wisdom, you will be able to change the trajectory of your gift, of your calling, of your talent. So the pitch in 60 seconds, you need to be able to say what problem you're solving. In order to be purposeful, in order for your purpose to be beautiful, it has to be profitable for the kingdom. Number one, what are you doing to profit the kingdom? How is that gift, talent, calling, or ability solving a problem within the kingdom? You got probably 15, you got about 10 seconds to answer that. Number two, why are you solving this problem? What is your motive? Do you want to be rich? Do you want to be famous? Do you want people to be healed? Do you want people to be delivered? Do you want to have a financier anointing where you're able to help people build churches and build ministries financially? What is needed, number three, to solve the problem? You can't go into an investor and say, I need $1 million. Well, what do you need it for? What is the valuation? What is the purpose behind this this? a request. God says to make your request be made known unto God. So God is saying, number three, why do you need it? What problem are you solving and what's needed to solve the problem? Do you need equipment? Do you need just uh, liquid, lucrative uh, financial um, obligations? Do you need um, technological advice? Do you need advisory advice? Do you need counsel? Do you need partners? So what is needed and why it's needed? And then ultimately, number four, what will happen if you solve this problem? If you are able to answer this in 60 seconds, your life will change suddenly. Number two activity, the pitch is number one. The second activity is name three people in the Bible. Name three people in the Bible that you most relate to right now in this season. Today, today, today. Not last year you had an anointing like Paul when you shook the serpent off in the fire. Not, um, you know, 10 years ago when you were prophesying to the dry bones like Ezekiel. Today in this season, name three people that you most um, um, connect with and and understand the reason why. Are you in a season of Joseph where you're going to have to forgive people around you because God is setting you up to be a financial um, covering for the people around you, for your church, your ministry, your neighborhood? Are you operating in a dimension of Elijah where there needs to be rain in your situation, rain in your church, rain in your community, rain on your job, and you're able to pull that down through a prophetic prayer mantle? Are you operating in a season of Abraham where you're getting ready to start something new and you have to father or mother that mission to take people into a new dimension? Are you sitting like Moses where you can take millions of people into a promised land? Or are you Joshua where you have the warfare anointing to battle and take these people actually into that land? Are you sitting like Paul where you have an apostolic calling to start churches, ministries? Where do you most connect? And there are women prophetess. Are you like Miriam? Are you writing the song of the Lord? Are you professing and declaring and singing a song that's going to take people into another dimension? Are you like Deborah? Deborah is the woman of God that was the first woman judge in the word of God. Are you able to see with accuracy, see with clarity, see with a prophetic mantle, how to go to war, how to construct the purposes of God, how to 
to execute battle, how to execute victory. Are you Deborah today in the name of Jesus? Or are you Mary? Are you giving birth to a promise? Are you giving birth to fulfillment? Are you operating in a fulfillment realm? These purposes, these gifts, these callings and elections, they are not sex driven that the man can do this. The man can give birth. The woman can go to war like Deborah. God has shown us that clearly in the word of God. So pick three people that you connect with in this season and understand why. Then what you're going to do after that, this is so cool. <laughs> and it's fun. These exercises are fun because they open your eyes. There are board executives and investors waiting on you in heaven, in heaven. They're waiting to finance the vision, but you need to have an understanding of the purpose. So the next thing you're going to ask three people closest to you to describe you in 60 seconds. And you're going to take keywords. If they say teach, um, if they say listener, if they say you're a great, um, um, you're great with planning, if they say that you're great with prayer, if you say I can call on, you're dependable, take those key words. You're going to use those three words to put into your pitch and it's going to pitch it to God. God, you gave me the gift to be a good listener. So that's why I want to start this counseling company. I need funding to establish this company. You're going to take the gifts that people see. You're going to take the gifts that you see. You're going to take the gifts of the people in the Bible and connect them to your gift. Those are three very powerful activation purposes prophetically. They're going to thrust you into your next dimension of glory, your next dimension of fulfillment, your next dimension of success in the name of Jesus. And then we're going to do a purpose calendar to top it all off. You're going to visit me at FeliciaAtlas.com and tell me that you're ready for your beautiful purpose. Send a message on the contact me page. And it's actually the contact us page, but it's contacting me. And I'm going to give you the purpose calendar. I'm going to show you and break you down to the necessity of operating in these things by time, by season, because the time works for purpose. The purpose doesn't work for the time. So this is very important. Galatians 2.21, I do not frustrate the grace of God for it is righteousness come by the law, then Christ I'm sorry, for if righteousness come by the law, then Christ is dead in vain, Galatians 2.21. So we don't want to frustrate the grace of God. We want to operate it and flow with the grace, flow with the grace. The grace is the supernatural ability to call those things that be not as though they were. This is amazing. So I want you to do that. I want you to receive the power, receive the purpose, receive the confidence, the assurance of who you are because the purpose is the key to establish the kingdom of God on earth as it is in heaven. So thank you very much for listening to the Dimensions of Greatness podcast today. You're going to want to listen on Monday. I got more gifts coming to stir up your gift. I got more information coming to establish your calling. I have more revelation to take you into another level. So welcome, welcome, welcome. If it's your first time, you're going to want to stick around. We got so much to share for 2022. I mean, the revelation is unlimited. Share this with somebody starting a business. Share this with somebody wavering about ministry. Um, discouraged about ministry, discouraged about that relationship and let them know that God gives gifts to all men severally as he will. And now it's time to stir up the gift. Now it's time to execute the promises of God. Now it's time to understand the objective in the name of Jesus. I'm going to talk more next week about the difference between the gift and the talent. I'm going to break it down more thoroughly because the talent is operating in the earth realm. The gift is operating on top of the talent as a double portion, as a double layer. And it can also attract the ears, the minds, the heart, 
in the spirit of the kingdom of the heavenly realm. It can also be activated in the kingdom in the heavenly realm for such a time as this. So I'm going to break that down with more scriptures, more availability, and then we're going to also add some business power. I'm going to talk to you about that business plan. I'm going to talk to you about that um, branding purpose. I'm going to talk to you what branding really is. It's it's the purpose being revealed. It's the purpose being explained through color, through design, through professionalism. I'm going to break that down because for the remainder of the year, we're going to talk about actual business applications, big money funding, big money opportunities, opening doors for clerical and administrative order, opening doors for apostolic order in your business. Just because your business is a restaurant doesn't mean it doesn't need the apostolic order on it. Just because you want to get into finance doesn't mean you don't need the apostolic order on your business. Just because you want to start a boys and girls club doesn't mean you don't need the apostolic order. You might want to do an answering service. You might want to do a community service. You might want to be in with the big boys and go into corporate this or corporate that. The apostolic order is a necessity. I'm going to break it down. We got some blessed things to share for the remainder of the year. Visit us on YouTube. We're going YouTube. We're going YouTube. We're going to do some great things in the name of Jesus. I'm so excited and I want to bless you with this service. Many, many services are being offered. I mean, thank you, Jesus. That's all I can say is thank you, God, for what God is doing in the lives of his people, especially through my businesses and what he's sharing with me and the release of them coming soon, the app that's coming out. It's going to be life changing. So I have been in a position to be able to establish my business as a secular business and then have a kingdom perspective to it. So it's going to empower those that are pulling on the word of God for fulfillment. And those who don't believe the word of God, guess what? They're still going to be operating according to the word of God and not even know it. <laughs> because the Bible says that the light is going to shine in darkness as well. So thank you again for listening. Um, we did have a little bit of a difficulty with the first recording. And so this is just an addition, but I'm still going to do another one on Monday and follow up. Be prepared for Monday. Study the activities. Who are the three men or women of God that you most relate to? Pitch yourself in 60 seconds. The purpose um, of the investment, the purpose of funding, the purpose of heaven, getting involved in your um, request and giving you peace that passes all understanding to fulfill that request, sending the angels to empower you on your journey, sending helpers, destiny helpers to, to drive you during this time of fulfillment. All of those things have to be calculated closely because we are operating in the world and the kingdom of the world and the people of God suffer violence and the violent must take it by force. So there's a lot that be, has to be explained, a lot that has to be understood and what's understood doesn't need to be explained. <laughs> So we're going to um, get some understanding and all that get and get an understanding. So thank you once again for listening to the Dimensions of Greatness podcast. Have a dimension of greatness this week, this weekend. God bless you. Bye-bye.